everyone. Welcome to this episode of Life Dump. This episode is called Internet Ghostbusters, and I'm actually here with another guest. Um, I'm here with my boyfriend, and his name is Yeve. Hi. <laughs> Would you like to introduce yourself? My name is uh, Jan Willem. I live in Amsterdam. <laughs> I study software engineering. Um, 22 years old, and uh, also a skateboarder. <laughs> yeah, that's an important one. Very. <laughs> Um, so we're both really into the topic of like uh, myths about the internet and uh, like data protection, <laughs> but uh, like in a cool way. <laughs> yeah, and internet privacy and awareness, and I think especially nowadays, yeah. and given the circumstances, uh, most people uh, have a lot to do with the internet. Yeah, I mean it's quite everywhere, actually, especially now with the pandemic and everything. And yeah, we're just going to get into a bunch of stuff regarding internet uh, security and privacy and social media platforms and <laughs> their business model. It sounds like a TED talk now, but I promise it's going to be fun. I promise it's going to be entertaining. We're not just going to be, we almost went in like fully just explaining everything, but we're, we're going to storytell this to you. We're not, it's not going to be like a lecture, I hope. Okay. So our first topic is social media. Yeah. And we're going to be going in, into some of the pros and cons of social media. Like we know there are a lot of obvious pros and obvious cons, but like just to set the table clear, we're um, just going to mention a few. So like some obvious ones are like connectivity and um, yeah, being up to date with other people's lives. That's yeah. what my mom's friend said that she used social media for. And I can understand that because I'm sure like a lot of grandmas and other family members who aren't necessarily with their other families that would like to see what they're up to you know yeah and uh given the circumstances again yeah some people can't see each other yeah and uh some people that have a lot of distance in between them can through the internet and social media platforms yeah. connect Stay with each other date. so that's, that's an, an obvious, obvious con. <laughs> yeah, very, well obvious uh, pro not con and then another uh, pro um, for most people, I think, which we take as a given for most social media platforms, is that it's free to use. Very free indeed. Which makes it, uh, of course, very accessible for everyone. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, let's just say it's pseudo-free. It's like a pseudo-free experience. And yeah, we'll, we're going to we'll be get going into, into that more. This is getting very saucy. <laughs> <laughs> we have some obvious pros with social media, and now we're going to be going into some of the cons as well. So the first one is... Um, the assumption that everyone you meet uh, does social yeah, media does or social has media. <laughs> yeah. a social media platform. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's just such a standard nowadays. Like, oh, like, what's your Instagram? Oh, I don't have Instagram. What do you mean you don't have Instagram? Like, yeah, it, I've had yeah. that conversation a couple of times, like Definitely. myself. Like, what do you mean you don't have Instagram? And, like, I'm guilty of that as well because it's just become such an assumption. And not even that you have one, one specific uh, platform. Like, I think it's... Most people assume you have uh, the regular set of platforms, which is Facebook, uh, Instagram, yeah, Twitter, WhatsApp. WhatsApp, yeah, the whole, like, the whole bunch. The whole deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and uh, yeah, it's just become such a standard nowadays. And yeah. Um, yeah, and also as an example, regarding the current situation we're in with the whole um, pandemic, um, in the beginning, online schools, like uh, when online schooling started, I meant um, that every, all the schools just... It, expected that every student had their own like um, laptop their own like space to work in I guess not space to work in but like their own device to have access to like zoom calls or whatever well, and I think a quiet place to work as well because that's yeah, not yeah. a given for everyone because yeah, yeah. the classroom or the 
or the, the, the campus gives that space to yeah. a lot of people. That's like kind of what you pay for at yeah. the same time. Like. A lot of people, I think, don't really have uh, a great idea of how it actually works and it kind of gives yeah. a, a bla- so-called black box effect. Yeah. In my university, like in my major, I do media and information. So everything we're talking about now, I know everyone that studies this and is listening to this. Hi, guys. Um, I know that everyone that studies this knows everything we're talking about right now, but like, I feel like there's still a large majority, like how many people use social media? Like so many fucking people. <laughs> so yeah, like a majority of them don't really know mm-hmm. how it works and don't understand, well, yeah, the black box effect. There's this black box yeah. effect. Because like we said before, it's, uh, it's free most yeah. platforms to use, but that doesn't mean you don't actually pay through some other medium than yeah. Then just straight money. Ooh, we're getting into <laughs> So yeah, this is slow build up. <laughs> going into that, um, basically. Um, wait, wait. Let's let's talk about what a black box effect. Wow, like I feel like sure. maybe not everyone may know. Mm-hmm. Like a black box effect is just not like just using something, but not knowing the inner workings of it. So not necessarily knowing how everything that goes into like a certain platform, how the algorithm works, for example, or like. Um, the data collection works and all of that like you don't actually know what goes on behind the curtain yeah there's this black box you don't know what's inside it (laughs) basically precisely yeah so basically once you use uh, the platform and it's and you're not paying for it Mm -hmm. uh, you're basically going from being the customer to being the product yeah uh, because you are the one generating (laughs) uh, in this case uh, data which most platforms can collect yeah, and that's basically what they use you for. Like, the reason why it's free is because, well, the social media platforms, those aren't the products. You are. And that's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a quote we got from uh, Social Dilemma. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was a nice documentary, actually. We watched it on Netflix. And definitely one we can recommend. And it yeah. goes, goes way more in-depth in, in, to- in some of these topics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of explore, basically, the black box. And, like, they use a lot of analogies for how the algorithm works on different platforms. So it's definitely worth a watch, the social Yeah, demo. very much recommend Netflix, that one. Netflix, please sponsor me. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> once you become the, the, the product yeah. instead of the customer... Mm-hmm. Uh, you're you're generating something to to those platforms which is valuable to them yeah which is the data you you generate Mm -hmm. and what Facebook offers as a product to their customers which are uh, advertisers is a platform which allows advertisers to really easily um, target target their ads to specific groups and demographics which is really valuable for them and they they're the ones that pay money to Facebook yeah. and that is how Facebook yeah. makes money. Yeah, so that's why when you're like on Facebook or on Instagram and you see an ad, you're like, oh, like I was just talking about this or I was just thinking about this or I was looking it up on basically on another, let's let's say you were like looking it up on Google and you see an ad for it on Instagram. That's basically, it's kind of all together. Like it's based on your previous data on other platforms. It can also um, interrelate with other other domains, other websites. Yeah, other like domains. It, it, it goes beyond just Facebook.com yeah, yeah, where yeah. they can collect data from you because any website you visit which has one of those Facebook like buttons, and nowadays that's not even necessary anymore, mm. uh, but at least if you can see one of those Facebook like buttons on another website, 
uh, that means you are logged into Facebook on that website and Facebook can yeah. see that you, you've been on that website and yeah. they probably have some information on that website which yeah. they can deduct uh, if you visit some diaper website that yeah. you like diapers and that you might be <laughs> pregnant which is also uh, a story. Yeah, uh, which nice little segue <laughs> there. Everyone credit him for the segue. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, it's a story about a, a, a girl or a woman which... Um, was using like I don't if you ever heard of the bonus card in the in the Albert Heijn. She was using some kind of Albert card. Albert Heijn is a supermarket here yeah. for all the non-Dutch people. <laughs> it's a card which you can use in the supermarket to uh, to pay for your stuff and I don't know collect uh, coupons that yeah. way. But basically that way the supermarket can also collect data from you about your purchase behavior and that way create kind of a model about. Yeah, yeah. What kind of uh, customer it, it you are? It creates a data body. A data body is basically just a bunch of data, bunch of data points about you as a user to kind of understand what type of user you are to classify you and categorize you. And so, so that supermarket made that that model on her yeah. and start and and also bases recommendations uh, to that woman. Uh, based on those data points, and they started uh, recommending all these baby products to her. Yeah, uh, out of nowhere, right? Well, out of nowhere, and um, after that, uh, she found out she was actually uh, pregnant. Yeah, so they were recommending her baby stuff before she even realized she was pregnant. So yeah, maybe and she started acting like a pregnant woman. Yeah, without her knowing. Exactly, and that that shows how much. The, the data you can collect on someone can tell so, uh, yeah. about them. Yeah, yeah, it can really categorize you as like, oh, pregnant lady. Like, yeah. Like, just got pregnant, is getting into the whole baby deal. Yeah, yeah. taking into account uh, a couple basic data points like age yeah. and what you buy and when you buy it and whatever. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, speaking about Facebook, actually, just a few weeks ago, I, I remember I, got an, I went on WhatsApp and I got a notification that like, oh, um, WhatsApp was like uh, renewing their privacy policy terms. And basically, well, Facebook was buying WhatsApp or something? Or Facebook already has WhatsApp? Or it was allowing, yeah, Facebook uh, already has WhatsApp, yeah. but it was allowing data from WhatsApp. It's still a separate platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was allowing more data from WhatsApp side to be used by Facebook side. To, to base more recommendations yeah. and stuff uh, from their but, products. Yeah. But the messages are still encrypted and everything. Like It's not like they're actually looking into your messages. It's just maybe the, based on you know, the metadata that um, that comes out of what you're messaging, who you're messaging. At what time, at what from time, what location. Yeah, yeah. 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 you can Target still you dedu deduct a lot of information deduce. from that. Deduce. Really? <laughs> yeah, deduce. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the pregnant uh, lady story was really crazy though. And actually like a story that relates to us with like ads and targeted ads was um, a couple days ago actually we were talking about like bras. Out of, I don't know why we were t even talking about bras. We were just talking about bras and in Dutch they're called like boob holders. What is it in Dutch? B-H. No, like what, is, be, like what is the word? Beha. Oh, it's just called Beha? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. well, they're boob holders. Well, is that the whole entire word? Beha, yeah. Boosemhouder or so. Boosemhouder or so. It's Beha. <laughs> okay. Well, we were talking about uh, Behas. And um, yeah, so I didn't even research anything about bras. And I'm pretty sure most of you know where this is going, as this has m happened to so many people that I've already talked to. Mm -hmm. um, 
about these like ads that come after you talk about something and i got an ad in dutch that what did it say exactly it was like uh, you don't need to be age you don't need to be age and that's like exactly what i said or something at some point mm-hmm. which is crazy and like it's just really 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 targeted it, it got like very very suspicious at some point but yeah i mean this is the world we live in now. yeah i think a lot of people experience that as well and yeah doubting if if they're actually listening to you or not yeah because you can't like i was saying like you can't really prove that something isn't there as opposed to prove that something is somewhere because like if something isn't there you can't really prove it because it's just yeah you can't really yeah. go into it if it's not there yeah and it's certainly something that's technically possible. I don't think it's something that their 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 policies allow at that point. No, at this of course point, not. But, but it's like <laughs> there have been so many like instances where I've told my friends, "Oh, I've talked about this, and I got an ad for it," and they say the same thing happened to them as well. Yeah. It's gone just too suspicious at this point to to think that oh maybe there's no one talking to us. But I feel like there there probably is somewhere. Hello, can you hear me? <laughs> so we'll be like straying away from the social media aspect and more into like actual like data collection and privacy and like just uh, basically the intricacies of that <laughs> and um Yeve was actually getting into a lot of uh, topics relating to uh edward snowden yeah would you care to explain he's been very so passionate about this <laughs> it's basically uh edward snowden and uh julian assange are, oh, yeah. are the two most well-known i think american uh, so-called whistleblowers yeah uh, which is basically people that um, bring to light certain, and in this case, government uh, documents, documents uh, <laughs> containing government really sensitive information. Yeah. And they're basically, they're people that swore on some oath under uh, whatever the CIA or whatever they are working for yeah. at that point. And they broke that oath by, by releasing public, some... Giving yeah, it to the public, giving it to journalists. Exactly. And... Uh, and Julian Assange was the owner of uh, WikiLeaks, which you might have heard of, which was uh, responsible in a lot of the leakings in Hillary Clinton's emails and a lot yeah. of stuff like that. That's and crazy. He's been Edward Snowden at the moment is banned uh, into mm-hmm. uh, Russia, um, or at least Russia allowed him asylum. And yeah, um, and he's been staying there as he's not allowed to go back into the U.S. Yes. And Julian Assange has been stuck in some embassy yeah. for years where he's basically been tortured uh, mentally because he's not allowed to leave. Uh, he hasn't been allowed internet for a long time. He's being monitored 24-7. Yeah. If he leaves the embassy, he, he gets arrested immediately. Yeah. But isn't that crazy? Like, you just... like. Just why you, why would you go to those lengths to like torture people just because they shared like like imagine how sensitive that information is that they shared. Imagine what other secrets they're keeping. You yeah. Know? Not to be like a conspiracy theorist, but like if those things are things that they shared and that's how they're treating them. Mm-hmm. Imagine all the th- all the information that we that isn't to the public. Yeah. And if you think about their motives, uh, why why they would torture him like that? Why they would ban? Yeah. Edward to uh, from from the US you you could only think it's because they're trying to protect their other secrets. Yeah, exactly <laughs> because Edward Snowden when he released everything he always said like when he's asked why he's always said like I think the people deserve to know like yeah. what's being done with their data. So if the if the government is actively trying to well hide hide him yeah. or like uh, what is the word like censor him 
then it just makes it a bit more well, suspicious again. Yeah, and then go, going into what, uh, and I think it's most uh, applicable for Edward Snowden, what he, what he released was uh, information about how intelligence services in America collected data about basically every American yeah. um, in their, their cellular usage. So yeah, they're, they're I think it was the AT&T. That, uh, mo- mobile yeah, but it was potentially every American yeah. could could be monitored and was actively being monitored yeah. um, through phone signals. Yeah, and he he brought that to light. Um, I think the some CIA agent or s- some official uh, openly denied, uh, also under oath, which uh, I don't know what what that means anymore in this world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, actively denied uh, them doing which Edward Snowden then. Uh, that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's a deep rabbit hole you can go into yeah. by looking up uh, one of those two names, Juli- names Julian Assange yeah. and Edward Snowden. There's a lot more yeah, on Edward it. Snowden came out with a book, actually. Uh, what was it called? Permanent Record. And uh, I think in that he explains, like, everything um, that... And no, I, don't, I don't think, obviously, I don't think he would explain everything he did as a CIA agent. But um, just um, what what the government does with your data and how what you do on social media just basically is a permanent record. Yeah. And uh, I, I see a lot of uh, good um, reviews from that book. So another reference to those who are interested. <laughs> we actually came up with uh, like at least one possible solution. Well, it isn't the best solution to this um, yeah, data crisis, but um, it's kind of a, it's a possible one, but yeah. It's a far-fetched one. It's a far-fetched one. And what that is is a, is a, instead of uh, paying with your data, yeah, paying with your money. Yeah, <laughs> as simple as simple that. as that. So in, in, instead of um, Facebook making money off your of your or Facebook taken as an example as a platform yeah. ta- making money off of your uh, data, they can make money straight out of out off of your money. Yeah, in if turn it, for security. Yeah, so for instance, a paid model next to the free one where uh, you can you can tell them, or, well, it's basically a contract where you say, no data on me will be collected, yeah. but I will pay you money directly so I can use the service still. Yeah. Because that's what, we ca- that's what we do in real life. Like, we, we pay the government with, like, our taxes, our, our living, our lifestyle in turn for security. So I think some something everyone using so any social media platform can can take as a, uh, a tip. A tip is uh, t- just to be aware what you are giving away when using a platform, especially when it's free, because uh, yeah. y- you can assume when you use a a maps app and it's tracking your location, yeah. you can assume that it's. It's going to be tracking your location and storing it somewhere for for their end, which they can yeah. use. Um, and when you are sending messages, you can assume that they probably know when you're online, when you're offline, and what information that gives them by thinking logically. Like they can know probably about what time I go to bed, mm-hmm. what time I wake up. Yeah. Like that information is out there, and you can assume that if you share that, that they will know that. Yeah, for sure. And if and if they do that for a long period of time, they can, like you said, like at what time you sleep, what time you wake up, they can kind of, they can really classify you very, very precisely and kind of make up what kind of, well, buyer you are and what kind of things you're into and what your lifestyle is. So 
maybe if you sleep earlier you'll they'll recommend you blind so if the sun is still out like you know like if if you're awake by then they'll know that the sun is still up and then you'll have some blinds ads yeah on instagram like oh that's that's perfect yeah and when once you start combining data points uh, yeah like on different platforms yeah, or, or even on the say if you combine the, the, the online status with with like your IP address which you yeah. can approximate your location with, they can they Is can that public. Yeah, they they can they can probably deduct some more information if you combine those two data points. One more thing we were we were talking about actually while looking up this topic is how um you know like the terms I'm sure everyone like doesn't read the terms and conditions, you know. Of course not. Like of course not, right? And I feel like like I, I'm not the only one who thinks this. That like they're made very, very long on purpose to deter you from reading it fully and entirely. So when you do press agree, like yeah, everyone is guilty of this. I'm, if I'm very guilty mm-hmm. of it, like you just press agree and like you don't really know what you're getting into. So let's say there's a data breach and something, and you want to sue or something. You can't really because you agreed to it in the beginning yeah. without really knowing that you were willing to accept that risk. So it's it's kind of a democracy, but it's kind of not because it's deterring you from actually reading what you're getting into. Yeah. But you said... Uh, yeah, then again, uh, yeah. nowadays, a lot of platforms do offer like a human-friendly <laughs> version of their like privacy policy, for instance, where, where they kind Gen of... Gen Z-friendly, where <laughs> you have to read a couple sentences. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> where they lay it out a bit more uh, in a readable format. Yeah. Uh, and where like most of that information if you're if you're doubtful about wh- what they're collecting you can yeah. you can find it out there mm-hmm. and like you said about data breaches there's actually a website where you can find out yeah. uh, if your uh, email address has been uh, leaked in any data breaches um, and have it's I called have I been pwned yeah and you can enter your email address and it will tell you uh, if there's ever been a data breach yeah they basically they basically buy like if there's a data breach usually the data is sold somewhere on the internet mm-hmm. they buy it all and they cross-reference it with whatever email address you enter and they check if you're in it and i think my email address which i have had for over 15 years <laughs> is How in like breaches? 30 breaches <laughs> and, yeah. and from from things you didn't even know you ever signed up for because yeah. you logged in via some other service or whatever and there's things like Minecraft, this and that in yeah, there, like old, there was Minecraft. a Minecraft server uh, yeah. website. Yeah, so it's definitely <laughs> risky. Like you, you really don't know what's going to happen ever. And we actually had an assignment a couple uh, months ago where we had to talk about like security on the internet. And uh, I had to research like incognito mode and uh, the Tor browser or like the dark web, AKA. A lot of people think incognito mode like saves them from all this uh, data being re- data being collected about them, but the fact is that incognito mode doesn't really do that much, right? Like it do- it still has your IP address during your session, let's say, during when you're on the actual. Um, it does very little. Browser, yeah, it does very little. It so it works almost entirely on only on like your end, so the yeah. end on on your computer so you close it the history won't be saved but like yeah that's it but like the data that's being collected it's still being collected yeah like the website you're visiting probably doesn't even know you're using incognito you're just a regular user to yeah. them so it's uh yeah it's still a bit tough unless you want to go full out into the privacy privacy world and get on tour well then you have everything that comes with tour i think yeah. 
like if you want to live in a perfect world concerning privacy yeah. nowadays you have to you give have up to, a lot of uh, yeah jump yeah. through a lot of hoops yeah. and give up a lot of like you have to convenience give up, things exactly because it's so accessible and so convenient but because it's so accessible and so convenient they're able to amass so much data because so everyone's like oh it's just a few clicks away and that's how a lot of the things are advertised like oh it's just one button away so if you do want to go to the whole privacy world, you have to take so many extra steps. And it's inconvenient, basically. So we do live in this kind of convenience, but at what cost? At what cost? At what cost? Not money. Not money. Definitely <laughs> 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 not money. Just, yeah, your cost, your data. Yeah. That's, what being, that's what's being cost here. Yeah. And I think in this case, it's, it's up to you yeah. to decide. Where what you, you are, go. where you want to draw the line, yeah. What you're willing to give up, and uh, if you agree with that, yeah. So we'll leave you with that <laughs> to reflect on. So yeah, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Life Dump. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course, it was <laughs> a pleasure. Yeah, I'm. I really, I really love having guests on this show, and especially um, someone I love. <laughs> okay (laughs) especially someone i love so it's very nice uh having conversations and i'm not always going to be alone here so um if uh, people here want to stalk you and find you where can they uh, where can they find you (laughs) well my email address is (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) we're just discussing dating breaches uh i don't know it by heart jan i think it's jan underscore willem dot van Dot Bremen. Yeah, he's made it really hard. Just go to Leia's Instagram, you'll find me. <laughs> okay, so my Instagram is Jan underscore Willem dot van dot Bremen. Yeah, very easy to memorize. <laughs> <laughs> you made it so hard for everyone. It's but yeah, so thank you again for listening and uh, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye bye.